Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. You can visit me on our website at scalethepodcast.com or listen to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. All right. What's up? What's up? Hey, Nolly Williams here, and I am representing my outdesk. I've got two of my favorite people in the world that I get to interview and really just get to hang out with while we're hanging out with you. Um, and we're going to be talking about becoming the digital mayor in real estate. We're talking really, uh, when it boils down to it, we're talking about listings, guys. Listings, listings, listings. I've got Kevin Kaufman and Fred Weaver in the house. What's up? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome. Thanks for having us. Daniel, you're looking good today, brother. What's up? Hey, Daniel done slimmed down. Don't, don't, don't start no room, Facebook rumors like, is Daniel sick? <laughs> uh, it's just me. It's little old me, not a William. But Daniel was out in Cozumel or, or wherever he told me he was going. Probably, probably he told me he was going somewhere. Probably going somewhere else. Who knows? But he's out having fun, which, which, which he should. Um, you know, Daniel runs My Outdesk. He's one of the founders of My Outdesk. My Outdesk is a great company. I've been working with My Outdesk for about five or six years. Um, and so I volunteered to help him uh, to, to crush it today and bring you guys some great information. So without um, getting into anything further, we're going we're gonna to run right into it, guys. So digital mayor, what does that mean to y'all? Just, let's just throw that out. What does it mean to become a digital mayor? Uh, it's just two buzzwords that we pushed together so people would register for a webinar, to be honest with you. But no, I mean, it's a, it's a, to me, it's a mindset, guys. Like when I hear the words digital mayor, like when you hear the mayor, like I think of my oldest daughter who when, when I walk into her school or her old uh, preschool, she's like the mayor. Like everybody knows her. She's smiling and kissing babies and hugging people. Like everybody knows her, right? So that's like the mayor. And then the digital mayor is what it sounds like. It's okay. So you got that in person, but how do you do that online? And how do you appear to be like the person smiling, kissing babies, hugging online though, basically in all places at all times, whenever possible? Yeah, I think sometimes when we hear mayor though, we oftentimes think like everybody has to know me. I must be selling every piece of real estate in my city. And in fact, I think becoming the digital real estate mayor starts by making sure that everybody in your sphere of influence that you know offline starts to know about you online, right? And yep. then that wildfire begins to grow online and gets bigger and bigger as you get exposed to their friends, as you start selling homes to more clients. So I think that the concept of digital mayor for me anyway starts by being very present and bringing lots of value and being well known amongst the people that you already have relationship with. It's that connectivity, right? It'd be like if uh, before social media was around, we might say that you were the listing mayor of your neighborhood, Nolly, if you were the guy that constantly sent out farming newsletters and just sold and just listed carts, right? You might be the, the farming you know, mayor, if you will, of your city. Uh, but now what we're doing is we're taking that concept and we're taking it online, right? And yep. so we're, we're trying to become famous to a group of people. Yeah. But, so it's very, it's so much more targeted and it's actually easier than people think, isn't it? It's actually very easy. And you know, what's funny is uh, the ability to change perception in a short period of time 
whether talking to a demographic or geographic. And this is one of the things I love about digital is you can really nail down demographic or geographic where, you know, in the past, I think of like farming, right? This would have been farming a couple of years ago, 10 years ago, whatever, it, way beyond that. But where I, I, I remember I lived in a neighborhood in Tempe, Arizona, where there were like two predominant farming champions. Like everybody knew these two agents owned the neighborhood. And, um, it was really hard to overtake them. Like anybody who wanted to come in and, and take that neighborhood from them, it would have been probably years minimum of effort of like strong effort day in, day out. Whereas now you can actually do that digitally in quite frankly, a couple months or less. Mm -hmm. Wow. wow. It's, it's all, it's all, it's all perception in the eyes of the consumer. Right. right? Right. If I could, Nolly or yeah. Daniel, I'm not sure what you're going by today, but, uh, you know, I, I'll give the example. We have some really good friends of ours, Bill and Kristen Urban, right? They're in Michigan, just yes. outside of Detroit. Uh, they live in Beverly Hills, Michigan. They call it the, the really cool Beverly Hills, right? And these guys um, both just got licensed last year in real estate, right? Bill has a background in the mortgage business. But what the reason I brought them up is it's been really interesting for me to see that these guys have only been in real estate for a couple of months. Now, people don't know that. They probably didn't want me to tell that little secret about them, but they're not tagged here. So none of their, their digital folks in their, in their town are going to hear this. But these guys have only been licensed a few months, but through the, the consistent efforts that they're making online, Bill's going live nearly every single day. They've got a Facebook group, right? They're also sending targeted mailers, physical mail, as well as the digital stuff, right? These guys are becoming known in their city as like go-to agents in Beverly Hills, Michigan. They've been right? licensed for like five months. Yeah, like Bill's had a license for like five months, Kristen a little bit longer than that, but still under a year. And these guys are taking off and they're doing it through both the old school tactics combined with some of the new digital tactics. And that's like when you said, like you can create it overnight. I think of those guys. Those oh, yeah. guys had zero real estate sales in 2018. And thus far in 2019, I believe have already closed four transactions with another six under contract. And last time I checked, we're, we're still in the first quarter of 2019. Wow. So, so they've got, you said almost 10 working deals. Yes. Yes. Wow. You know, it's quite interesting because, um, you know, I, I meet a lot with my mentorship masters group and we talk about uh, different concepts. And one of the biggest things that they uh, challenges that, that my students find or have is they're like, I'm brand new in an area. You know, I don't, I don't, what do I do? I'm brand new. And that's basically what you guys are speaking to. Isn't it? Yeah. I mean, well, this is the beautiful thing about, digital is it allows you whether you're brand new or you've been in the business for 10 20 years you can actually have an impact very quickly and it doesn't have to cost a lot of money like you know and, and, and like I talked about farming and old like if you want to overtake somebody who, who owned a farm not only was it going to take a long period of time it was going to take a lot of money it was going to take a lot of time and a lot of money digitally this can be done with like very little money not a ton of time a little bit of sweat equity but not a ton and you can have an impact like that. Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here, and I wanna tell you about an extraordinary offer to take action and start scaling your business 
right now, you know I get a lot of questions about how to grow your business, generate more revenue, and reduce expenses. And the answer is simple. It's my Outdesk virtual assistants. My Outdesk offers five-star virtual assistant services to thousands of business professionals across the United States and making our clients over $100 million in net revenue every year. Our customers absolutely love our virtual assistants. And I want to give you the opportunity to learn exactly why. Simply text the word MOD, MOD, to 31996 and we're going to give you a free double my business strategy call where you work one-on-one -on -one with one of our business growth specialists to design an action strategy for growth and cost savings in your business. We're gonna give you over 20 growth and strategy guides, a market force personality indicator, an important business checklist, and hiring guides. My Outdesk admins can help manage your office, your sales, your marketing pipeline, and even help you lead generate and follow up. And during this call, you'll learn exactly how you can put them into your business right now. So again, text MOD to 31996 and get a free double my business strategy call right now and learn how My Outdesk can transform your business today. Let's talk a little bit. That's great stuff, guys. So let's talk a little bit about um, Facebook communities because you guys have built one of the largest uh, Facebook communities for real estate agents uh, on Facebook, and you've done it in a short order. Um, talk a little bit around that, this, this whole concept of building a, a group on Facebook. Yeah, so we use the word community instead of group because Facebook calls them Facebook groups. But at the end of the day, I think they're nothing more than Facebook communities or Facebook tribes, if you will, right? Uh, what Facebook has started to learn over time is that, you know, this, this posting to your, uh, your profile and other people commenting on it, it works okay. But a lot of times we have Facebook friends across all kinds of different uh, you know, backgrounds of life that live in different parts of the country that are in different jobs, et cetera. And so Facebook groups have become more and more popular over the last couple of years. And Facebook themselves has come out and said, we're devoting more time, energy, and attention because we realize the amount of time that people now spend in groups. It's one of the greater things that gets people to Facebook. I know you and I sometimes find ourselves actually going into groups more than we do even into just Facebook. This is going to sound funny. I can remember a time where I've had to say like, Wow, dude, you need to actually go to your Facebook page because all your all my Facebook activity had been in groups or you know such a concentrated percentage of it, and uh, you know that's a strategic reason why I was also on my personal. You know, I was like, hey, got to remember to go back out to like regular Facebook land too. But the reality is, is these groups when you can find this common interest, right? So farming, we talk about having like a common neighborhood, but in a Facebook group, anything can be the common denominator, right? It could be folks in cowboy hats, it could be dudes in flip-flops, it could be realtors, it could be people that live in Tempe, Arizona, or Round Rock, Texas, or, or whatever, or, you know, whatever the case is, or my OutDesk uh, customers, right? So, I mean, think about it like that. It's like literally any common denominator, which now means, now, now granted, we know each other not only, and, and we've known, each, we, we, we go way back. However, if we didn't know each other, and we both showed up in the, let's say, the my OutDesk uh, group, right? you and I instantly have something to bond over. We're, we're both likely realtors and we both use a virtual assistant. 
We yeah. automatically have something to talk about with each other. And that to me, that's the beauty of the group. Now the real beauty as a realtor is to be the curator of said group. That's the opportunity is to be the curator of the group. Yeah. And what you mean by that, right, is that it would be great if for, I don't know why more of us don't have Facebook groups, right? Like, so you, you talked earlier about demographic versus geographic. So we happen to create a demographic Facebook group, Nolly. Uh, you alluded to that. It's called Next Level Agents. It's a Facebook group now of nearly 25,000 real estate agents across the country, across all different brands. That best are group on Facebook. Literally just sharing best strategies and asking questions from other agents to, it's a, it's a, it's a powerful mastermind, if you will, right? A lot of times in, in real estate, we hear that mastermind word overused. A mastermind is a lot of times where we go to hear the guru tell us what we should be doing. But the Facebook community is really a mastermind. It's people sharing what's working for them, what challenges they're going through, what struggles they have. It's asking other people, how have they done something? How have your experience been with hiring or listing presentations? So we've created this powerful community for agents to get together. Uh, again, our demographic is real estate agents. But what we're doing now is we find ourselves teaching and encouraging people to create both demographic and geographic groups to help grow their online digital mayor presence. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute because, um, and by the way, guys, those of you that are, that are watching right now and listening in, uh, be sure to, I mean, hit that chat. We love to hear any questions that you have. If you have a question for Kevin or Fred or myself, we love, we'd love to uh, help you with your questions as well. So be, feel free to, to send us a, a question. But going back to um, what you guys are talking about, so demographic versus geographic. I really like that because for, for so long, and even up to this day, I teach geographic farming. And uh, it's a strategy that I teach my mentorship masters members um, very diligently to do the geographic farming. Let's talk about demographic farming though, because that is, that is um, in, the, in the digital space, we would say, we, we would talk about building an audience or list building or something like that, we would call it. Uh, but, but speak on that a little more. Well, you just said the word list building, right? Because you, yeah. you've got the marketing background and, and you understand what that's like. And, and realtors do too, right? It's our, it's, our e it's our list of emails. It's our list of people who are subscribed to hear from us on a regular basis, right? And so, it, again, it comes down to when I hear demographic, I start thinking, what, what is a group of people that have something in common that I can be the curator or the leader of that content? And mm. it, so... It, I'm going to put on my realtor hat for a second, and I might say people that live in this certain school district inside of Tempe, you know, the Kyrene School District in Tempe, Arizona, right? That might be a, a demographic. That's kind of a demographic and a geographic, actually. So, uh, or I might say realtor, left-handed realtors, left-handed realtors with cowboy hats. That's a demographic that, you know, I could go after if I can identify you, and I could talk about all the challenges of wearing a cowboy hat when you're a realtor or flip-flops yeah. as a realtor. But the point is like really getting nitty gritty on the things that bond us as people. Well, and I think for a second, like most people watching this right now are in real estate, right? Or you run a business. And so the reason that you might want to become the digital mayor is because you want to increase your business. And so a lot of times we think, well, if I go geographically and I'm in real estate, I could create a community like the Kyrene school district, Facebook community. Right. And that would be a geographic. 
But we, a lot of times we don't think, well, what are our other interests? So for example, we have a gal on our team who she's really passionate about animals. And so she's recently started a Facebook group for other people that live in her area that are passionate about animals, right? Whether it's rescue or whether it's just talking about great animal events that are going on in her area, but you know, questions people may have, but it's just people that are talking about animals. We have another gal that works in our company who she started a Facebook group that's all about working moms, right? So it's working moms that happen to live in the Phoenix, Arizona area, um, just sharing some, some of their struggles, some of their best tips and practices, some of the things they can do to keep their kids from going, driving them crazy during the summer or when they're off school, whatever it may be, right? But so they're creating these, or these demographic communities, if you will, around things they're passionate about, things that they have an interest in. And then therefore they're creating community and building relationships. They're not leading with, I'm a real estate agent uh, and I also like pets. Do you like pets? You should sell your house with me. They're, they're leading with just community, just coming from a place of, I like animals and that's great. And I'm going to create a community where I curate great content about animals and all that. And through that, I'm going to meet other people who are then going to ask, what do you do full time? Right. Or they're going to see me also because they're going to friend me on Facebook and they're going to see me holding an open house and they're going to go, oh, I didn't know that that she was also a real estate agent. I just knew her as the animal loving cow, right? So you're just, it's a way to build relationships in an online way that can combine your passion of business with also your passion of whatever your interest is. I love it, I love it. This is, this is something that I've uh, shared. You, you guys articulated it perfectly. I've shared this with, with real estate agents for many, many years that you don't have to lead with real estate because real estate is irrelevant to most people except about every six to nine years. But if you lead with your passion, not only does it become easier, it becomes effortless as well um, because you're, you're doing what you love. You're, you're just talking about, as you said, Fred, you're talking about what you love to talk about already and, um, and, and you have a common denominator. So you're leading with value is basically what we're saying. So, okay, so let me just share a couple of things that we've got in you. So, uh, by the way, Dan just joined. Um, Hi Dan, uh, I'm the yeah, I'm the better tan version of you and the <laughs> the slim down guy here, the version of you. Uh, okay, so Curtis Johnson asked, um, can you touch on how many contacts or how often it takes to make an impact or to stand out and get that mind share, like what we call tone on top of mind awareness? Well, I, I would tell you my answer is as many as it takes. Yeah. Now I'll re I'll I'll go to two other sources that I've heard and whether it's true or not, Curtis, I don't know. But I know when the millionaire real estate agent book was written, it was eight touches across eight weeks, right? That's why they came up with that term eight by eight. Um, I think of another friend, uh, John Cheplak, who talks about there's got to be 14 different instances of value conveyed, right? So if I want to ever influence somebody to do something, man, that could be recruiting, that could be buying or selling a house, that could be buying or selling a widget, doesn't matter. There's got to be 14 touches of value conveyed from me to them. Is it eight? Is it 14? I don't really know. I think the number is however many it takes. Well, I don't know. I get the mathematicians out there and the scientists that always want to know the exact number. But I think at the end of the day, when you make an impact on somebody's life, you might do that through one face-to-face. You might do that through one video or it might take you a year of just putting content from in front of somebody. I think the point is that all those touches are designed to make an impact on somebody to where you actually connect with them in a real meaningful way that then causes them to want to do business with you or get deeper into relationship with you. 
So as much as we can throw numbers around, the goal of everything is to have a meaningful, impactful conversation, right? And that's why you say, Nolly, it's not about always having real estate conversations. It's just about connecting with people about what you're passionate about. Because when you're passionate, you tend to show up and actually make an impact on somebody. Like I could listen to somebody's podcast and in one episode, I can feel incredibly connected to that person and just be like, that was one of the best podcasts I've heard. That guy just added so much value to my life and I could run online and go buy his product, right? Meanwhile, somebody else, I could be on their email list and they might be dripping on me once a week to buy their crap and I never buy it or it takes two years for me to buy it for the right thing to show up to actually pique my interest. I think it's all about the depth and the meaning of the value we get from the contact not the number of contacts per se. I think you're right. And, and you know, that's so interesting because I think that's a new metric or a new dynamic that um, social media brings to it, that things, it actually is, is a truncator of time. In other words, time can, can uh, unfold on itself and things can happen a lot quicker uh, by just us creating value. Like you said, it might take, because I've always heard, here's the thing, I've always heard it takes six, six to 10 touches before a person even begins to realize that you exist, six to 10. And that's the old metric. But nowadays, and that's old advertising, you know, marketing, advertising, branding. But nowadays, and I hadn't even thought of this until you, you guys uh, just mentioned it, is that one video could impact someone to the point where they, they're, they're, they're a fan for life. Yep. You know? So that's great, good stuff, guys. By the way, um, this is a good time for me to mention that all of the content that's being brought to you is being brought to you by my hot desk. Um, Daniel Ramsey specifically chose me because I look so much like him and because I love my out desk. You know, I've been a client of my out desk for going on six years and uh, I've got several uh, virtual assistants that work for me. And here's what I told Daniel Ramsey after I became a my out desk uh, client. It was about a month in. I, he said, how would you describe my Outdesk, I said, Daniel, my Outdesk is a game changer. And it still is. It still is a game changer for me. Um, the reason why I go out of, you know, I've taken these three, four week vacations is because I've got great people that I'm leaving to, to man the, 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 the control panels and, they're, and, and, and they know what they're doing. So um, I've got a VA that's been with me through my Outdesk for over five years, another one that's been over four years. So they do a great job. Um, and don't forget to get your double my business strategy call and you can go to myoutdesk.com slash nolly to get that. I'm not sure why the slash nolly is there, but it's there for a reason, I guess. <laughs> myoutdesk.com slash nolly to get your free uh, business builder uh, call with myoutdesk. Now, oh, and by the way, uh, there's a tagline here that I thought was myoutdesk is all about helping companies grow and help, helping companies find the right talent. That's really what it is, it's, it's leverage. So even these concepts that we're talking with, Kevin and Fred are talking with you guys today, don't think that you've gotta do it all on your own because you don't. Okay, right. so uh, we've got a couple more questions, guys. I'm gonna jump in here. This is Mike, the probate man, I like that. Um, can I develop or be a curator of a group for people who are interested in probate real estate um, in North Carolina, for example, is what he's saying. Um, maybe target millennials um, is something, do you, what do you guys think about that? Just throwing that in the hat. Yeah, so I think, so I'm gonna reread Mike's question here. So he wants to curate a group or develop a group of people who are gonna inherit properties, right? So what Mike wants to do, if I'm, in a, if I'm uh, understanding the question correctly, is he wants to represent the seller of a property that's gone through probate. Is that how you understood it? Yeah, and okay. it, it, well, go, you can jump in. I have some ideas. There. Yeah, so I was going to say, so number one, I, I, what I think about 
Would targeting millennials work? I don't know, maybe, maybe not. I think what might be a better question to ask is who would be the appropriate person to target? Is it the actual person who inherits the property who, who is going to control that? Or is there another in the probate process, is there somebody else who has more control that I might want to influence earlier in the process? And so I might want to look at it from that standpoint. The question to your simple, or excuse me, the answer to your simple question is it's yes. And I think there might be more questions to ask to dig deeper for uh, deeper results. Yeah, without going too deep into this, Mike, I'll give you a couple other ideas maybe of kind of how to think about this even bigger. Perhaps you just create a great group on probate that has great content and information and gets other attorneys and other people around the country involved. And perhaps you're the curator of most of that content and the admin of that group. And perhaps people all over the country start requesting to be added to your group because they find themselves in that situation. I think it's a little hard to target a demographic and a geographic as an example, but I think if you went wide with that concept and got some other attorneys and other people involved in that process in your state, maybe they would see value in the group and they would encourage people they know going through that process to join. You might find yourself with a, a national real estate referral network just based on that idea right there. So I could see that going a lot of different directions. Don't wanna to get too hung up on that, but I like the thought process. I would spend some more time working on that and coming up with some new ideas and then I would you know, like all great ideas, I would just try it because you have no idea if it's going to work until you do. Yeah. And, you know, going back to the whole probate, probate issue and, and um, you know, it's, it's all about creating a great program. And then this whole thing sits on top of that. So, like you said, bringing in these probate attorneys, you said, Fred, um, locally or even nationally. I mean, when you go to someone, you, you, you start uh, going to different probate attorneys and you say, hey, I've got a group of uh, 10,000 people, 5,000 people that we talk about probate, you're going to become the preferred agent that they refer their business to. So it really is, it, it, it helps to elevate you in the mindset of all the people that are part of that group. So yeah, great, great stuff, guys. Yeah, and if you don't mind me throwing this in for Michael and anybody else out there, sure. I think you're creating Facebook groups and communities. A lot of times people are concerned about, oh, well, somebody already else has that idea, right? Like when we created high level agents, like there was already Facebook groups out there of other agents. So we didn't let that stop us from creating a new group. I think that there can be multiple Facebook communities and groups on a certain topic. At the end of the day, just because you have a group doesn't necessarily mean that you have an engaged group either. Facebook provides a lot of different uh, engagement statistics for your group on how many people are participating yeah. and who the top contributors are and things of that nature. So I would tell you, don't just like when you go out there, research an idea, see what other people are doing, but then don't let the fact that somebody else may have a similar concept to yours going um, be the detriment to you not starting your own group. So I would, I would just encourage you, I want to say that because I think that a lot of people get out there and they go, oh, somebody's already doing it. Well, somebody already farms this neighborhood. I'm not going to farm it. Somebody already has a Facebook community. I'm not going to do it. Go join that community. See what they're good at and what they're not good at. Maybe you'll find that'll help you with your niche. Yeah. I think this would be a great time to even mention that you guys have generously donated a resource that you uh, created all about uh, creating a, uh, that you guys wrote. It's, it's basically an ebook about how to create an effective Facebook community. Um, growing a power community on Facebook is the name of the ebook. Uh, my Outdesk has given it away absolutely free, along with Group 4610, Kevin and Fred with Group 4610. Um, I didn't mention that you guys are part of Group 4610. I've known you guys for over a dozen years. We're business partners now, and I love you guys. I didn't mention that earlier, so I just threw it in. <laughs> so if you go to myoutdesk.com forward slash 
Why did I say forward slash? Myopdesk.com slash digital mayor. See how nervous I get being Daniel? <laughs> it is an issue. Myopdesk.com slash digital mayor. Um, and thanks for giving us that free. I didn't even know you guys had written that ebook. I didn't even know we gave it away for free, so that's awesome. This is oh, great. you know it was free. Enjoy that did, thing. Did we say it was going to be ninety-seven? Ah, I'm just playing. <laughs> it is after today. After today, it's ninety-seven. After today, today only, guys. <laughs> now you got you guys have, um, and 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 this is someone else mentioned this. Um, this is Steve Minton. Uh, he says, hi, guys, all three of you have been personally impactful in my life over the years. Thank you, gentlemen. And thank, thank you, Steve, for mentioning that. You know, it is, as we learned from Gary, time on the task over time that, that wins every time. And we, when, you're, when you're talking about these communities, it's about consistency, consistently providing value, real value. And what real value is, uh, as you guys have, have even come to teach me, is not necessarily what Nolly Williams want, you know, what, what do I want, but what do they want? What kind of engagement do they want? What, what content do they want? So we can't lead with what we want. We've got to provide the value um, that, that our community wants, right? It, it becomes more about the community than about us, right? Yeah, and, and Nolly, Steve kind of asked about, like he was talking about targeting divorce clients and is that saturated, could you pursue that? I mean, the thing I would tell it to you, man, you know, we tell it to you straight is everything is saturated. The question is, can you saturate it more than the people that are already there? Right? Like, like, like every real estate market has agents in it. Right. So the choice is not, do I want to be in real estate? Cause there's other people that have already saturated the market. The yeah. question I'd be different. Can I bring enough value? Can I build my own niche? Right. And so absolutely, man. I mean, we've known you for a long time. I absolutely believe you could bring, uh, a lot of value to people that are in the divorce situation. And, uh, you know, your other question about like the business teachings of other people, man, there's so many good people out there teaching great content. And then there's so many people that are just regurgitating content. And then there's so many people that have poor content. At the end of the day, it's really about what, what appeals to you. I, I some stuff Kevin likes and he goes, Fred, you got to listen to this. I listened. That was terrible. Like didn't do anything for me. Right. But then there, there's stuff that Kevin gets some amazing, great idea from it. And it works. So I, I say feed yourself with whatever is helping move you forward. That's what I would say to that. I love that. Yeah, I, I think at the, at the end of the day, like if, if divorce, like say in a divorce group, funny you mentioned that, Steve, I just, I just posted about a, uh, how, to be, how to work with divorce agents, uh, excuse me, divorce couples as an agent in the group today because we've got an expert coming in to share uh, what she knows. And um, it doesn't matter how saturated anything is. If you can be better, if you can even just be different, or you could just be a better marketer to, in order to bring people into it, like you just gotta have one level of differentiation. Now, if you can be better and different, you're gonna be, you know, like sky's the limit, right? You're like Nolly Williams. Exactly. Man. Yeah. And so, but the reality is it doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't matter if someone else is there. It's are you willing to go be consistent? And as Nolly said earlier, time on task over time. Uh, that's, that's the key. That yeah. is the key. Yeah, and it goes back too to having the right tools. You know, one of one of the tools, and 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 it's it's really a personality profile thing, thing, uh, Steve. So don't, and and that's basically what you're saying, Kevin and Fred. That it be, it comes back to your personality profile as to as to how you're going to approach, even even if it was divorce or it's like, do you listen to these people? You know, your personality profile will tell you if you feel comfortable with one strategy over another. There's so many different strategies out there, methodologies and you know, modes 
Um, I always look at it like there is a master strategy to it all, okay? There is a, there is a uh, common denominator from which almost all strategies derive. So you've got, really when you think about it, when you think about these, these great teachers that are out there, uh, one's teaching the hustle, the grind, get to it, you know, punch that clock, make it happen. Um, and then you've got the other one that says, hey, it's, it, you know, you visualize it. You, 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 it's more of a Zen approach. I take kind of a multi-tiered approach. I, I do both. You know, I do both. But it's based on your personality profile. I was talking to an agent yesterday, and he says, you know, he did five real estate transactions last year, okay? But he did them all five of them in one month, okay? Then he didn't have any more business. And so we're trying to dig down to, okay, what's the issue here? Well, he doesn't like talking to people. He doesn't like talking on the phone. He doesn't really like being around people. And, he, and it, he's been very honest and, and, and vulnerable. And he doesn't, he just doesn't vibe with people. So my whole thing with him was why not deal with probate? I mean, I, I had, we had a rocking probate division. And guess what? The, 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 the seller really didn't, I mean, we, we did probate divorce, uh, short sales. I don't know if y'all ever messed with those, but we did a ton of those. And guess what? Um, the seller never had any objections, you know, because the, the seller was, was deceased, right? Now, obviously, if you're doing probate and it's not short sale, then you're going to be dealing with family members or whoever is the executor of the estate. But I mean, if you don't really like uh, talking to people or dealing with people, don't, don't, don't go out and, and, and do that, you know, get in, get more into these other niches, in other words. Well, well Nolly, one thing I would say is a lot of times when people say they don't like talking to people, what they're really saying is I don't like picking up the phone and initiating the conversation, or I don't right. like knocking on the That's door, or I don't like holding the open houses, right? But if people call them, they're, they're very comfortable when the, when the role is reversed, right? Like, so I think there's a couple ways to do real estate. Number one, a lot of outbound stuff, right? You're initiating it. A lot of people get afraid of that. But one of the things I know that you're really good at, Nolly, and you teach a lot on is how to be famous. And I'd love to hear you talking about that because I think when you build that brand, when you become famous, then people start calling you. And yeah. then it's like, Nolly, I need your help. That uh, changes the, the dynamic of the relationship, right? Yeah. I, I don't mind maybe this, maybe I'm not, maybe this guy's, that's not his case. But I think of a lot of people, they would say, I don't like talking to people. What they really mean is, I don't like outbound dialing, initiating the conversation. Can you teach me a way that my phone will ring? And yeah. I think that's where your becoming famous, uh, you know, strategies can really help. Yeah, I mean, you take something like, for example, my book that I wrote, Consider It Sold. Well, all you've got to do if you're going to do probate, you just take the back of the book, and now you put the whole back of the book as a probate attorney, right? Somebody that you decide to partner with. And when you print your book, you only have to print 10 copies. So you, you, you print 10 copies, a special run, with that probate attorney that you've partnered with. You give him those 10 copies, and guess what he's going to do? He's going to be passing those out to his clients that are thinking about selling their home through probate. Same thing with a divorce attorney. Uh, you, you, you partner with divorce attorneys. You put their picture on the back or you, they can provide you with an ad. You put it on the smack it on the back of your book. Now, when he's dealing with, you know, couples that are or one side of the couple that's coming in for a divorce, he'll just say, hey, here's our preferred uh, realtor of choice. So when you when you when you become famous, you can do things like that that really, really uh, help catapult that and really create an income. I deal, and this is, this is based on my personality profile. I have almost no D, so I deal pretty much 100% in incoming calls. Income, you know. So all the, all the business that I've had are people that have picked up the phone and called me. And I'm one of those agents that has that problem you talked about, that, you know, <laughs> and not afraid to admit it, but it's just, it, it comes from being a high eye. 
You know, we, uh, we, you know, but the difference is not only is you do the things that you need to do in order to get that phone to ring. Absolutely. And so if you're not, if you're not outbound, call it prospecting or whatever, picking up that phone to initiate the conversation, yeah. what you do have to do is you've got to do something that's outbound in order to still initiate the conversation, even though they might be the ones calling or emailing or texting you first. Uh, we, you've got to put that out there so that way they're, they're, they've got something that they want from you. There's, a, there's been a, an open loop of communication that needs to be closed on their end, and so they reach out to you. That's a good point. Good, good stuff, guys. I mean, we're, we're getting a little bit into the psychology of this whole thing. A little so bit. As well. Turns yeah. out it's, it's kind of all about that, though. It, it really is. It really boils down. You know, when um, one of the things I learned is it, it boils down to, you know, either leads or leverage, but really above all that, it, it really comes down to mindset, you know, mindset. So, um, and, and mindset's not sexy. You know, nobody, if we had a call on mindset, nobody would attend, right? Like, hey, how to, how to create a better mindset? No, uh, how, to, how to make your first million? Oh yeah, I want to know that. Well, it's, it's this other, you know, so cool, cool. Um, what do you feel like we still need? Cause we're, we're, I, I feel like we've covered some great content. You guys have got a great, um, freebie that you're giving away, which really kind of digs deeper into, um, uh, how to become the digital mayor and how to really, uh, again, guys, I'm just going to point this out. It's, um, if you go to myoutdesk.com slash digital mayor, again, myoutdesk.com digital mayor, uh, you can grab a free copy of Kevin and Fred's book, his, their ebook. It's called Growing a Power Community on Facebook. If you really want to know how to do this, guys, they're not charging for it. It's just a free resource um, because we love you guys. I think we've been around long enough to, to, to be able to make that claim that we just do stuff because we like doing it. <laughs> you know? it, it's, it. We don't necessarily have to make a paycheck from it, but we pay it forward. Um, and, 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 and the reciprocity comes back even from that as well. So, all right. So is there anything else you guys want to just chat about before we, uh, well, man, I'm, we could go into the how to's on all kinds of stuff, but I know that that free ebook we're giving away uh, was actually created out of an hour and a half or so class that Kevin and I taught where we got a little deeper into the how to. So if you're going, how do I create a Facebook group and what's the strategy for naming and adding people to the group and what are some of the do's and don'ts inside of the group and how do I get people to add other members to the group? Like, you know, how do I target people? Like those are all things that uh, topics that we cover inside the ebook. So without just babbling on for another hour on something that you may or may not want to hear about, I'll just encourage you to go download the ebook. And then Nala, you've got some great courses and content and info, uh, and I, perhaps you're going to be able to present another time here with, uh, uh, with MOD, with MOD, but is, is there something that people can get info on how to become famous, or where would you start if somebody's saying, how do I get a book created, Dolly? Like, you teased me with that book. Like, I'm saying, <laughs> why are we not doing that? Like, I'm, that's what I was thinking as you're showing that. So is there a way that people can learn how to do that? Or, uh, you know, I don't know, I'm, I'm going a little, you know, off script here, but I'm sure somebody's got to be sitting out there going, how do I, how do I do that? Well, I mean, and this is, yeah, there is. And I'm glad you asked because we, we license this to agents all the time and it doesn't cost you a dime. Your sponsors pay for the whole thing. You know, you have a handyman, a carpet cleaner, a home inspector, et cetera. And these people pay you to be sponsors on the back of your book. And I basically license it. You can go to nolly.com, K-N-O-L-L-Y.com, get more information about that. But basically what people do is they just, they, they improve the book. They pop my picture off and they pop theirs on. They, they made an instant improvement. 
And, uh, and now you're off without having to write your own book. Um, I actually wrote the book. The reason I wrote it to begin with was to leverage my time um, because I, I got tired of telling people the same things over and over about what I do to sell their home, how we're going to go through the process, and you know what to expect when they're showing their properties, things like that. And uh, it just became an incredible leverage of my time. And when you're doing a high volume business, you need those kind of tools. So yeah, um, and, and on the same token, um, I wanted to mention to you guys, this series, this is part of a series, guys. Uh, this, is, this is the second in a three-part series called 40 to 400 listings. You know, um, you guys, Kevin and Fred, they're doing 400 uh, deals a year, okay? And so that's the reason why um, I brag on them so much. You know, they're, they have a $100 million team. They've done hundreds of million dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars in real estate sales. So they're eminently qualified to teach all the stuff that they're teaching. Um, but they got great hearts. That's the biggest thing about it. I mean, when we get together, we really don't talk about stats or numbers or how many homes we sold. We just have a great time. <laughs> we, just off. We, have, we, just have, we just have fun. And, and we believe with all our heart that real estate should be fun, shouldn't it? I mean, when you're doing these Facebook groups, guys, it's not all about creating more work, right? It's about having fun with it. Talk, speak to that just for a moment. Well, I mean, I'll say this, at the end of the day, if you can't find passion in your real estate work, you probably should go find passion somewhere else. But mm -hmm. I think one of the unique things that real estate provides is that you figure out what you're passionate about and then you figure out how to align real estate with it, right? Like if you like teaching people, great. Nolly, you love health. And, and so like, I know you don't run around and, and, and you're not like all over the place saying buy my health series, but at the end of the day, you've combined your passion for health and living a healthy lifestyle with real estate, right? Like you bring the stuff that you love to talk about and you bring it into your business, whether it's coaching and training agents. I'm sure your clients running around with you get crap all the time, you know, if they're eating something they shouldn't be. I mean, I've hung around you, so I know what that's like hanging around you and Josie, but I, I just, I think that at the end of the day, you gotta, you gotta figure out what you're passionate about. You, you have to, like we talked about earlier, you gotta bring value to different relationships to actually be able to get any sort of business off the ground. And I mean, if you're not going to have fun, what else are you going to be doing? I mean, that's kind of the question I ask, right? Like, so you're going to get in real estate so you can make a lot of money and be completely bored. I mean, that sounds like a lot of fun. So you'd be miserable. Like you might as well have fun while you're doing it. We could, we could have a whole nother conversation just on the concept of uh, channeling your passion through your real estate business because oh, yeah. just too many people don't do that. They think, yeah. Uh, that if they find out what their, what, what their purpose is, they're going to have to leave real estate. And it, it's not the case. Once you know what your purpose is, you align that with your real estate career, and now you're on fire. So I appreciate you, you guys for mentioning that. Yeah. Um, so you said this is part of a series. Does that mean there's more of this? Yeah, there's more. So we, okay. we, we, we had our first one um, where we talked about listings, listings, listings. You know, um, and then this is our second one. Uh, about being the digital mayor. And then the third one that we're going to have is really about how to build a rocking team. And that's going to be where Kevin and Fred come back. And um, I mean, they've got their team is spread out all across the nation and they've got, a, uh, you know, they're doing 400 over 400 deals a year uh, in, 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 in real estate. So they're going to teach you how to scale. If you want to really, every real estate agent should have a team. Okay. And if that's you, on the next one that we have, um, we're going to teach you how to scale that. So it's part of a three-part series. And if you're watching this afterward, if you're watching the recorded version of this, make sure you watch all three of them in sequence because you're going to get so much great information to really uh, skyrocket your, risk, your listing career.
Um, okay, so let me mention this um, about MyOutDesk. You know, I've been personally using, I'm here representing MyOutDesk today. I, I love Daniel Ramsey and MyOutDesk team. Uh, I've had VAs through MyOutDesk for many, many years. They do an absolute fantastic job. And here's the URL for um, getting your double my business strategy call. It's myoutdesk.com slash nolly. And um, myoutdesk is all about helping companies grow, especially when it comes to finding talent. Okay. You don't have time to be doing all the stuff that you're doing. That's why leverage is such a, a game changer. And here's the cool thing. My VAs have never cost me any money. They're an investment and they've only saved me time, which has helped me to go out and grab more money. Same thing for you. All right, guys, we're going to, um, I think we're going to wrap it up. Let me, uh, we don't have any, if we have any final um, questions, you guys can continue to, to, to post questions and we'll jump, you know, jump in and answer them. Um, if there's a Facebook thread out there, otherwise um, I love you guys. Thank I love all of y'all watching. We love you. And uh, thank you, Fred. Thank you, Kevin. I know you guys are super duper busy. Thanks for taking your time and honoring us with your presence. Thanks, Daniel. Nolly, you're looking good today, man. Thanks yeah. for having us. We're excited to come back uh, soon and finish this three-part series. So uh, feel free to connect with all of us on Facebook as well. Feel free to join our Facebook group. Uh, you know, we'd love to continue bringing value to you. And uh, make sure you go to myoutdesk.com slash Nolly to get your uh, double your business consultation. Uh, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you guys? Probably Facebook, man. I mean, that's just where we live. So I'm facebook.com slash Fred Weaver. That's pretty easy. I'm probably tagged in this post. If not, I'll go tag myself. I don't know my URL. Yeah. Are you, you <laughs> Maybe I am. Kevin, facebook.com forward slash Kevin Kaufman nine. Just go to our group, uh, Next Level Agents, and find us in there. I think um, Next Level Agents is an easy way, right? Yeah, that's probably right. the easiest way. And then, uh, you know, feel free to send me a message on Facebook. That's great. And uh, would love to uh, chat with y'all. All right. We're out, guys. Thanks for your time, guys. guys.